Good morning, happy Friday, and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. Happy Friday, fam. It is so good to be here with you all. I hope that you've had a phenomenal week up until this point, and I am excited for today's conversation. Before we hop into it, I want to say thank you to all of our new listeners. Maybe this is your first time or one of your few first times listening in. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this podcast means a lot to me i ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on and of course for our returning listeners our dream team for those of you all who've been with me through any stretch of this run with the podcast thank you so much as well please continue to share the good word of the between the dream podcast y'all look we talking today i told y'all i told y'all we were talking today we started on wednesday and the feedback from you all has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I talked to Whit Popa earlier in the week, listening to the Leave and Cleave, and she was like, yo, I'm tuning in right now, and you're hitting it. So we dive in deeper today, right? Wednesday, we talked Leave and Cleave. Today, this is going to be for my fellas. Ladies, you might be more on the amen side of this conversation Guys, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I love you, but you're going to be more on the ouch side of this conversation, okay? If you can't say amen, say ouch, it's okay. So this is what we're going to do. I want to break down today's conversation into different sections. That way we can get you the help you need. For those of you all that are listening, and then maybe your spouse or significant other is going to catch this later, it'll be a great space to have some conversation in in a very productive format mind you okay let's make sure we're doing that guys so today we're talking about it we addressed parents with the leave and cleave conversation wednesday but today gotta ask the question are you a mama's boy that's right that's right are you a mama's boy right so the two things the two areas excuse me that we're going to split this into the first is going to be identifying traits potential traits of a mama's boy And the second is going to be overcoming those traits and syndromes so that you can become effective. And why am I doing this? Yes, June, Men's Health Month. Conversations around men's health, not just from the physical, but also the mental, the emotional. And on the emotional side, stress is a big factor when it comes to what men have to deal with being mama's boys, right? Some of y'all not mama's boys. Some of y'all are married to mama. And it's not your fault. Some of you all are literally not mama's boys, but mom married you and she treats you like a husband. You're single. You ain't even with nobody. But mom, from a young age, mom has placed on your shoulders the responsibilities of dad, of a husband. We're going to talk about all of it today because there is going to come a point in time where things need to change, right? And so I just want to address this in those two forms today. So let's talk traits first, right? Huh, Richard, am I a mama's boy? I don't know. You tell me. Let's chop it up. Here we go. First trait that I want to talk about is this idea that your mother can do no wrong. Come on, somebody. Talk back to me. Well, you really can't talk back to me, and I couldn't hear you anyway because I'm recording. But 
if this resonates, yo, give me, give me, give me, give me something, right? Mom can do no wrong. Now, on Wednesday during the Leave and Cleave conversation, one of the things that I talked about was this idea of getting everybody to work in unison and harmony. And I talked about how, you know, as parents, we've got a responsibility with our children to show respect. And that can look like not making petty snide remarks or comments and not doing things that are um, overstepping your boundaries or showing disrespect to your son's spouse or significant other, right? This would fall in the line of that. This is just an example I'm going to give. But guys, listen to me. If you see something like this and in your mind, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, then there's a high likelihood that you are preferential towards mom and you might be a mama's boy, okay? The next thing, you can't say no to your mother. Like, you literally can't say no to your mother. Now, hear me. Of course, as children in general, we're going to want to do everything that we can for our parents to help them, right? But I'm talking about that overboard stuff when it comes to mom is literally calling you for every little thing or mom needs you to do things that are maybe out of your bandwidth, maybe out of what you can provide and what you can do. If this is the case, we need to have a greater conversation and you might be stuck in that phase of being a mama's boy or if for nothing else, mom being too codependent on you. Next thing I want to talk about, right, is you find yourself in these interesting spaces where if your lady says anything even slightly negative about your mother, you have a fit. And it don't even have to be negative, right? If your lady says, let's stick to the side of constructive. If your woman makes a constructive comment towards something that mom said or did, and you flip and lose it, and this is a continuous thing for you, yo, you might want to check your own heart when it comes to man. Like, am I am I too caught up in mom and not enough in the person that I've committed myself to? You might be a mama's boy. It's a real thing, right? Guys, I got to ask y'all this question. Are there any of you all out here that find yourself avoiding confrontation with your mom at all costs, but, and this is kind of a, a follow-up from the last comment that I made, you avoid confrontation with your mother at all costs, but you literally have no problem having conversation with your wife or your girlfriend. Y'all not going to talk to me. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. You're not going to talk to me, but I'm going to talk to myself. Here we go. If you find yourself in this, I want you to take a deep, cold, hard look at yourself and at the facts. Because you've got to start asking the question, why am I like this? What has caused me to approach it like this? Why do I do this? Why is it that I will allow mom to say and do whatever she wants? I will overlook some things. I will let mom run the show when she shouldn't be in my house with my children trying to with my spouse, whatever the case might be. You've got to start looking at that and saying, I, I recognize that I'm avoiding confrontation with her, but I'm I'm a, I'm an all out you know ultimate warrior, Stone Cold Steve Austin when it comes to me and my wife. Like that is that is something that we've got to address. The next thing, guys, that I want to encourage you with, and just to give you a thought of, is that um, 
you might find yourself in a position to where um, you feel like if there's a problem between you, I'm sorry, if there's a problem between your mom, excuse me, and your significant other, um, and you find yourself siding with your mother and defending her against your significant other, that might be an issue, right? One of the things I'm always big on, right, and I talked about this in Wednesday's conversation of the leave and cleave, is this idea of um, being able to reassure both parties, being able to bring love and balance to both parties. But if we can be honest, we've seen this in so many different movies where you have the character who is a mama's boy and he will side with mom at all costs and it usually leaves the girlfriend, fiance, wife-to-be wife in this really embarrassing and like just completely humiliating position where she looks like the bad guy and the son hasn't taken any thought into what's really happening. And I want to talk about this real quick too, because this is all, I've always gotten so mad with movies like this, um, whether on the big screen or B-list, C-list, Hallmark, Lifetime. In those movies when this normally happens, right? And this is like kind of sidetracked from the conversation. Has anybody, has it, have y'all ever gotten mad about this? Like you notice that the one buildup that leads to like mom's aha, I was right about her moment um, to try and like convince her son not to be with the girl um, usually comes with mom doing something really sneaky. And the son is just so stupid and so oblivious to it. And it's like, oh yeah, mom was wrong, but mom's wrong brought out you're wrong. So I'm mad at you cause you're wronger and mom's not wrong. Can we please have better writing and storyline moving into 2021 and beyond? That's all I'm asking. Back to the conversation, though. We've got to be able to make sure as men that we are not siding with mommy in these moments and times, but really being able to use discernment and wisdom to decipher what's true, what's false, and what needs to be addressed for the betterment of your marriage, your relationship that will turn into a marriage, but then also for the relationship of you and your your mother as well. So we've talked about, these are just like four or five of my like immediate glaring traits. There are way more. I would love to hear from you all if you've got some, because I believe that this could be a deeper conversation. But now I want to swing and shift gears into what it is that we can do to start getting some help when it comes to overcoming either being married to mom or being a mama's boy. Um, The first thing that I want to give you all, and I think this is important, I've talked about this in several of my books, um, just for us as people as a whole, but men, I need for you all to start finding your identity, right? Um, You Two questions that really stick out are who and what are you as the man that you are, right? Like that identity when it comes to you are not a child anymore. Mom doesn't have to take care of you anymore. You don't need mom to hold your hand. So you've got to start asking the question when it comes to the foundation, the family that I'm building, whatever it might be, like, yo, who are you as a man and what decisions are you going to make as a man within this newfound identity to make sure that you are keeping the peace for your house and that will ultimately help you keep the peace and sanity in your mind, in your mental. First thing I want to give you all, that's it. The next thing I want you all to consider is this, right? 
you got to start setting boundaries on your mom's opinions about, first of all, um, your life. But then you got to set boundaries on mom's opinion about your love life of, excuse me, of, of your love life. Right. I think this is going to be so important because a lot of times we too deep, too intimate with mom. She's got too much of an intel when it comes to your love life and even your own personal life. And guess what? Every decision that you start making, everything that you start doing becomes predicated off of mom's thoughts about it, which leads me to my next point. You've also got to eradicate and eliminate that whole notion and concept of how mom would handle it. You got to let that go. You cannot base your decisions as a man off of mom's ideologies or how mom maybe would have handled it in the past. Because the reality is, is that even though you all are connected by blood, at the end of the day, you are your own man. So you cannot continue to be controlled by mom's opinions and mom's methodology of how she would handle things. The next thing I want to give you all when it comes to being able to break the bond and cycle of being married to mom or being a mama's boy is um, you will have to start learning who you are outside of your mother's hopes, wishes, dreams, desires, and everything else. And these are hopes, wishes, dreams, and desires for you and for herself. You have got to stop living outside. I mean, yeah, um, you got to start living outside of the realm of all of that, because if you don't learn who you are outside of those things, you will end up making life decisions based off of it. You will make financial decisions based off of mom's hopes and desires. You will start making decisions when it comes to your family based off of things that mom didn't do with you and your siblings or maybe you on your own. You will be allowing mom to vicariously live through you. And when it's all said and done, what you will find is that you're going to be frustrated in life later on, realizing that none of the things that you put into place, none of the foundational things that you created were for you, but rather for your mom. And you never truly found happiness. And what does this lead to? Betterment, resentment. I'm sorry, I said betterment. Jeez, it's, oh, Richard, get your life together. Bitterness and resentment. And I want you all to be able to avoid those because those two, can lead to so much stress for you. They can lead to you being frustrated, holding a grudge, and never forgiving and letting go. The next thing I want to give you all as we're winding down here, this is actually my final point. Um, As with the last conversation, I want to encourage you all, guys, please lead with love. Speak from a place of love while being firm in what you know needs to be said and done in these conversations with mom in order to break the bondage of being a mama's boy or being married to mom. I know we can have way more conversation with this. So what I want to do is open up the space for you all to look, hit me up, give me feedback. Jr. on Instagram, um, Richard L. Taylor Jr. on Facebook and LinkedIn, and then at TrulyTaylorMade on Twitter. I would love to hear from you all about 
what you've noticed, what you've recognized, what's helped you. Ladies, I would love to hear from you all as well. So please make sure you share. I think it's going to be super helpful. And um, yeah, I just appreciate you all. I hope you all have a phenomenal weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Between the Dream podcast. I'm looking forward to talking to you all next week. As always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream.